Thanks for joining Sales with Suli, a mom of three who spent the last 12 summers knocking doors. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things women, the ups and downs of my journey, and what it takes to find success on and off the doors. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, friends, to this week's episode. I am super stoked. One of the things that I want to make sure um, that I'm doing on my page and on this podcast is being able to uh, provide resources and value for those of you women out there in this space who just feel like, hey, how are how can I deal with this or how can I overcome some of these things? And one of the things that I felt like I have focused a lot on on this past year on my own personal team is having a lot of women who are a little bit older, who are just starting in the door-to-door space and having to navigate and deal a ton with like emotions and hormones and all the different things that we have to deal with that guys necessarily don't. So that's why I'm super stoked that this week we have uh, Mariah. Her name is definitely spelt uniquely. Um, But the next time you think about Mariah Carey, think about Mariah that we do have on today's uh, episode. I had met her at a mastermind that we uh, are both currently in. And so just to be able to know the type of work and things that she does, I am kind of excited to introduce her and get some of you guys to be able to reach out and maybe get some advice and tips um, from her. So Mariah, give us a little bit of background about you and what is it that you specialize and do in your line of work for women? Yeah, I would love to. So I'm a women's health expert. And I work with ambitious women that are hmm. feeling tired, they're having a hard time sleeping, they're feeling stressed out, they're noticing changes in their hair, skin, nails, um, a decrease in libido, all of that stuff. Wow. And um, so I'm Yale and functional medicine trained. Okay. And I've been working as a midwife since 2000. Really? So I've c- attended lots of births. <laughs> so you definitely know how our body works. I know. I've, sure. been, I've been in a lot of vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't had that yet. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) So I I finished my master's at Yale in 2007, and I've been running the women's health in lots of different settings since then. Okay. And I'm a mom of three and a founder, a CEO, and a wife. Holy cow. Um, And so then since 2018, I've been 100% online. And so I work, I work with women of all ages okay. that are wanting to shift their energy, their hormones, and their libido. <laughs> she wants to make sure. And their libido. So do you, um, like, do, does your husband work as well? Are you kind of like the, the sole provider? Like, how, how does that dynamic work? Yeah, good question. Work? July of 2021, we brought him home. That is awesome. I love hearing about women's story where um, I don't even want to say it's switched because society makes us think that women are supposed to be home. And so just getting those types of stories. So July of 2021, you've been solely uh, the provider. Yeah. So we call him the chief household manager. (laughs) I love that. And he came in and, you know, he was helping. He took over accounts payable and receivable and payroll and um, bookkeeping. and, And he's definitely been helping to create systems. But as of this month, We've, I've pretty much hired others to take on his role. How cool. And so we have three young kids at home. And, and now we're starting to say, okay, if you go back to work out in the world and you do something that really inspires you, you. 
what would that look like? But for now, I'm the breadwinner of the home. I absolutely love that. Snaps and shout outs to those of you women who are in this space and the sole mm-hmm. provider. Um, and along with that, because I do have women who have reached out where uh, they do have kids and they do want to be the one uh, out there knocking doors and providing. But the dynamics of trying to figure out how they can be there for their spouse, for their kids and do what they feel passionate about. What would be like some tips and advice on how you've been able to to navigate those dynamics of being a mom, a wife and being passionate about what you're doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of trust and a lot of logic that went in, you know, it just made sense. It got to a point where I love what I do and I provide um, a tremendous service on the planet. Yeah. And my earning potential is way beyond his at this point. I love that. And we also wanted geographic freedom and financial freedom. And my husband is trained as a physical therapist and a personal trainer. That's kind of cool. And so he was a bit, but he was a bit shackled um, geographically, meaning... Um, if we went like the last two summers, we've taken an eight week trip as a family and just wherever we go, I can you work. Go, Holy cow. Yeah. And so there was that piece. <clears throat> um, and I think that, um, as women, the more we allow ourselves to really be in the energy of receiving yeah, and that can look like a great deal more financial abundance than we give ourselves credit often and it doesn't mean we have to work harder. Yeah, It got to working smarter and delegating well um, and allowing myself to be in the energy of receiving. I love that line because I absolutely do not do that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am not a good uh, receiver. And um, I'll talk about her later, but someone in our mastermind group, she and I often talk about this, how we are good at giving And it is just super hard, um, you know, for us to receive help. And I think that that pours over for me personally into work on how I feel like I have to do everything. But what I want to get into that I I saw on... Wait, 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 wait. I know. You're going to (laughs) go and do all the things. And I'm over here trying to direct and get to... (laughs) Going in, going in. (laughs) Okay, so... um, what would the opposite of not being able to receive be? What would the opposite of not receiving mm-hmm. be receiving? Okay. <laughs> so if you allowed yourself to receive, just tried it on for a little bit. Yeah. What do you feel? Less anxious. Um, I would just, I don't know, feel like I'm empowering other people. I'm just, I'm working on that word delegating Mm -hmm. and where in your body do you feel it uh chest shoulders yeah and ironically i kind of expected that you would allow yourself to feel receiving and it would feel uncomfortable yeah but really when you allowed yourself to feel it you were less anxious yeah it was so it's like okay well it's actually quite simple (laughs) and you love feeling good you and my therapist both say the same thing yeah (laughs) It's, it's an important thing as women, particularly ambitious women. Yeah. And, and I love that you said that because I didn't know that. Like you focus and help a lot of uh, ambitious women. And in the door-to-door space, the women who enter are, at least for me, I'm, I'm high strung, but we are super ambitious. And what like drew me to some of the things that you were talking about that I lack, you asked a question on one of your posts 
Um, are you lacking energy? Is your body changing? Is your, your hormones and those types of things like 35 to 55 or whatever plus age you had on there? Me being 37 years old and on my personal team, having a lot of women who are in their 30s uh, and higher, like what are some tools and what are some things that we can do personally to have that energy that you're talking about or to deal with some of the hormonal <laughs> issues yeah. that we get while trying to navigate our ambition and privately our emotions? Yeah, absolutely. I love this question. Um, okay, so like I said, I'm, I have my medical training from Yale, so I have that kind of like, <laughs> here's your, what's your symptom? What's your lab? What's your diagnosis? Here's your drug. And that's not necessarily how I function. I think that often that's a Band-Aid approach where we're like, hey, my check engine light is on. Can somebody fix it? You take it to the dealership and they take a hammer to the, here you go, bam, bam, yeah. the light's out. <laughs> so that's not what I'm talking about here. From a functional medicine perspective, it's about looking under the hood. Huh. So we look at what are you eating? What supplements are you taking? How are you thinking? How are you being? Um, what tests are being ordered by the providers that you're seeing? Are you feeling actually acknowledged and heard? So often what happens is a woman will come into me to come into my space and she's been tired for a long time. She's putting on extra weight. She's not sleeping. She's feeling sad. She's feeling anxious, maybe some strange rashes or um, new changes in her skin. And she's tried, like she'll say, I saw this provider. I've seen a naturopath. I've tried these things and everybody's telling me everything looks normal, Yeah, but I don't feel normal. And so first I would say self-advocacy. In the sense of? In the sense of continue to search out someone until they really hear you. Wow. If you feel like something is off, your PMS is out of, you know, your irritability is crazy, menstrual migraines, heavy periods, whatever it may be, I often, women will say, well, they just told me it's part of aging. Or here, they just gave me another pill, another prescription. And so that's not really the woman that comes into my space. What are the type of women that come Yeah, the women that are coming into my space are looking for more um, solutions that offer longevity. Hmm. So rather than just give me another drug or another Band-Aid, I want to get to the bottom of why is this happening. And sometimes it's, it's how we think. It's how we look ourselves in the mirror. So I often say we take an account of what goes in and out of our eyes, our mouth, and our heart. So... Um, through what mind's eye are you seeing a scenario? Through what mind's eye do you look at yourself? Do you look in the mirror with self-loathing? Wow. Do you look at the world with um, all of the sadness that's around you? Yeah. Or do you look at the world through eyes of gratitude? Wow. And those l- little switches can make a big difference. What goes into our eyes? First of all, how much time are we spending like scrolling through social media? Then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like TV and news and, 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 and news. all the negative things. Yeah, that are adding stress to our nervous system. Wow. Um, whether it's conscious or unconscious, the hormonal response in the body is the same. There's a reason why you can watch a scary movie and your palms are sweating and your yeah. heart is racing. It's, it's at the subconscious level, but it's happening physiologically in your body. So eyes, mouth, obviously our hydration, what we're eating, yeah. personalized supplementation. I, the women that come into my space, I'm ordering functional tests. 
So not, um, I'm not going to get into that right now, but it's just, it's a very different test than, than what we're accustomed to when you go into like your PCP Okay. and they're like, Oh no, everything looks normal. And they've just drawn some basic blood work. So from hormones, we're looking through urine, through your adrenals, we're looking at your saliva, um, looking at stool testing, wow, like really looking underneath the hood and then giving women a very personalized prescription, so to speak, Okay. where they're going to shift what they're eating, when they're eating it, how they're eating it in a way that doesn't feel like the walls are caving in and you have to like make a, a meal plan and, <laughs> and like weigh your food and stuff. I'm not talking yeah. about that. It needs to feel super liberating. Women need to feel really free, like our wings can open big and wide. Um, but still there's some simple adjustments that can take place. Wow. Um, and supplementation, so personalized supplementation. And then what comes out of our mouth <laughs> like our words to ourselves or other humans, you feel mm-hmm. like it's a way that affects like our emotions and our hormones. And are we speaking our truth? Hmm. Are we speaking our voice? Because the thyroid exists in our throat. And mo- many women, it, it, um, our, thyroids, our thyroid will cla- crash pretty swiftly if we continue to deal with high stress, burn the candle at both ends and not yeah. actually listen in. Yeah. Um, and then our heart, are we doing what lights our heart on fire? Like what's our purpose? What makes us happy? So for you, <clears throat> it's not just a, you know, little simple <laughs> solution. I feel like it's kind of a whole, uh, looking inward and all those things. So you're saying with the way that our hormones and emotions are, it's just, it, it's going to be a combination of what I'm eating what I'm seeing and what I'm doing and hearing is yeah. basically what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. And, and some simple things. I mean, for women that are feeling really tired, you're probably overdoing it on caffeine. And Oh, I definitely <laughs> am overdoing it on caffeine. And so then you're not sleeping well <laughs> yeah. at night and your nervous system is all wound up like a really tight coil. Yeah. And so your, um, your nervous system never actually feels safe. So what would be like the, the process or the steps? So, um, again, like one of the... I feel like the biggest thing or what a lot of women reach out to me about is basically that imbalance of our emotions. And with me, it's just always like, hey, looking inward, it's going to start with therapy. It's going to start with, you know, questioning the past and how do you look at yourself and things like that. Um, But how do we get women to get on that path or kind of like understand like where you're coming from in the sense of, it's not just uh, overnight or tomorrow you're going to be able to feel better about your emotions. Like I really want to get into the root of, um, you know, I think a story that I tell myself is that I can be like really emotional and I've accept that and I know it, but it's just, I know how to overcome it for myself, but I, I'm not going to blanket statement that for other women. So I'm, I, I guess what I'm asking you you know, as a, a professional, and I know you don't want to just give like a, a simple answer because it has to be this, you know, it's it, it's a lot of work, but what are the steps that women can take to be able to understand totally, you know, totally. like their, their emotions or what they should do? And there are just some people who don't have the resources or the funds to be like, hey, I can hire a coach. Hey, I can go and get insurance. Hey, I can go and do these things. But what are some things that they can start with at home? Yeah, I love it. Um, well, first, feelings are meant to be felt. Yeah. And so in my space, I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of different offerings. There's like a, 
a monthly subscription kind of evergreen space where there's Q&A. But in my, my, my main flagship program, there's a multidisciplinary team. So I have a huh. mindset coach. I have a trauma release specialist. I have a sexologist. I have a dietitian, And we really um, approach it from a super multidisciplinary um, approach. That's awesome. Which I think is important. Yeah. And then with, I think the easiest place to start is to honor that women are really dynamic, ever-changing beings. And um, that's spectacular. And the more that we can um, embrace that and really yeah. see ourselves for who we are, knowing that the moon pulls tides <laughs> and it also pulls us in lots of ways. So the women that come into my space, I love to really help them understand a 28-day cycle. It's called an infradian rhythm. Okay. And the more we track it, probably what you'll find is that your moods actually have rhythm to them. So when you're in your bleeding time, so to speak, or if you're beyond menopause or you're on contraception and you're not bleeding, you still have this time. I call it winter. Okay. And it's a time where we tend to be a little bit more introspective. Uh, we desire socialization a little bit less. Um, it's the time where the, the snow is out, the hmm. nature is quiet, and our intuition is the strongest. And so it's the time to really listen in where we're like, I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to quit my job. I'm leaving that marriage, whatever it I'm going to go start this. Yeah. But it's a great time to really listen in. And if it's feelings of feeling irritable or solemn or sad or alone, just allow that to, to be. Yeah. And then the next week we go into what I call springtime. <laughs> Tell me about springtime. Well, that's a little bit more like the, the blossoms are poking yeah. out or yeah. like, ooh, I think I'm ready to go to a party. <laughs> I think I'm going to go out and brainstorm in a group scenario to these ideas that I had. I'm going to huh. reach out to my friends. I'm going to bring all my employees together. We're going to be in a brainstorming space. Yeah. And we tend to be a little bit more resilient emotionally. And um, water runs off our back a little bit more easily. Yeah. It's the time when um, we can start moving our bodies differently, too, to start kind of like go out on the run, allow yourself to kind of blossom. Yeah. And, and then we go into our summertime, which is our ovulatory time. Okay. And that's when we're passionate. A ton yeah. of passion. Yeah. We're <laughs> sexy. We put on our cute thongs and our bras and yes. we're like orgasmic and men smell us or women if you're with <laughs> women. It's a totally different ballgame. This is the time to do the big exercise, to put things in action. Like if you're going to go do the TED Talk, publish the book, like that's the that's time to the do time. it. That's the time to door knock the most. Um you're more likely to have yeses during that time. Wow. I, um, Wait, okay, go ahead. No, I, I, I'm fascinated right now and, yeah. and flabbergasted listening to you talk about this 28 day cycle mm -hmm. in seasons and how we can use that for our benefit. So talking about winter and paying attention to, uh, our intuition and then spring, you're just feeling like a lot better. And then in summer, that's when it, I've I've never even thought about this. It's your power. Yeah, that's during the time where I'm like, holy cow! I can go run a company. I can go start a business. Yep. I can go and do these things. How does one get to learn or understand this cycle? Now I'm gonna want to learn and yeah. understand this cycle because I'm yeah. like, when it's my winter time, no one talk to me because it sounds like that's when I'm gonna be working on Suli. That's when I'm gonna be working on me personally, and I'm just. Yep. Uh, I'm blown. I haven't heard it like this way. Yep. So I kind of want to yeah, understand it more. Yeah. So my podcast, the women's vibrancy code, I've got a couple episodes. Women's there. vibrancy code. Right. Yeah. Okay. The, first um, and I can give you the links. You can put them in the yes, show notes. Please. Um, 
And just start tracking. I've never tracked. And, um, you know, there's trackers out there. I've made a tracker. It's a you know, free download. You can reach out to me and ask for it. But, okay. Um, just start paying attention. You're going to notice that, wow, during that time of my cycle, I feel more achy. I'm more constipated. I'm more bloated. I'm more social. I yeah. want to be alone. All of that, there's rhythm to it. And the more that we can really honor that, we can use it to our advantage. And yeah. so we get to, and so then when you get into fall time, I want to make sure I can talk about that. That's the time when our emotions are the most raw, our irritability spikes, huh. the viper comes out quick. It's like, damn it, why did I volunteer to host the thing? And yes, I don't <laughs> feeling like that. <laughs> and you're like um, feeling tired, you're not sleeping well, so now you're like kind of running on fumes to go do the thing. And that's when we feel generally more sad. Yeah. Um, that's when depression really tends to spike. Tired. Tired. Yeah. And that's the time, like if you think about fall, we Thanksgiving, right? We want to be with people, but it's really your inner circle. Yeah. It's the people that you trust and love the most and you know they have your best interest at heart because you're more raw and exposed, and the leaves are falling, Yeah, right? And so um, I think the place to start is just start paying attention as best you can. And and then for women that come into my space, we can go, all right, we're seeing these patterns that are specific for you. Okay. And now we can preemptively make some adjustments. Like leading up to the PMS week, we're going to up your magnesium a little bit more. We're going to increase a little bit of extra CBD. We're going to have you eat more warm foods and, and add extra spices to your food. Okay. Um, we're going to have you, before you react, take a pause, like maybe <laughs> go upstairs, take some extra breaths. Yes. They're, my husband and I are like, we just kind of know that might be a time where I just take a breath, and turn around, upstairs. walk away. Yes. <laughs> we're going to agree not to talk for a couple of days. <laughs> and we need, to, uh, we need to get okay with doing that with other human beings too outside of our circle. Right. Like, right. We're just going to walk away and we're not going to have this conversation right yeah. now. Yeah. So if we want to be really successful in sales or really successful at running a business or really successful at parenting, being a yeah. community member, um, I think that we can capitalize on being dynamic, ever-changing beings. And the more that we can take ownership in that, then capitalize on it. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. I have never thought to understand my cycle for that purpose. And so kind of what I want to know is like it, in your space uh, for these women who are, are ambitious, you guys just kind of like create a plan dependent like on their cycles. And I'm listening to you talk about like these are things that we are doing at home, upping our magnesium and doing these types of things. How does one get like a program or what does it look like for someone to be like, hey, I'm kind of looking to figure out my body, figure out my inner self. Like what are the first steps or what does it look like getting into this program? Yeah, well, I mean, reach out to me. Best place is email successadvisor at mariahbrown.com. Like, yes, and please share your Instagram handle too. Yeah, <laughs> it's underscore Mariah Brown. Okay. Um, and, you know, I've got a few different ways to catch women, so to speak. Okay. Um, I think in your scenario, what I'm hearing you ask, I would say probably my the, my main program, which is called the Women's Vibrancy Code. Okay. And so with that, we're doing hormone testing. We're doing adrenal testing. We're doing um, stool testing okay. to look at your gut microbiome, thyroid testing. And then you're held, once again, by a multidisciplinary team. 
where it's a mixture of group calls, one-on-one time, and, um, and then self-paced modules. Wow. And then I also have a VIP program, which is different, and that's all one-on-one. It, all, all of them. And then, like, do you give a lot of, like, these tips and advice, like, in your podcast as well? Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, and I've got a YouTube channel, and, you know, I'm, I'm always doing some free workshop. Or right, <laughs> we're, we're, we're recording this in what month are we in? This is January? Yes. Yeah, so right now I have a seven-month workshop series where I'm doing one a month for the okay. next seven months, and it's a different topic each month. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay, so for someone, um, I kind of want to – so there's a – few of us women uh, in the space who are kind of, you know, managers or leaders or kind of wanting to um, just make big changes and big strides, you know, in in our own personal space and in the door-to-door space. But one thing that we always uh, come back to is intuition, um, is, you know, our bodies. How do you help women or how do you help people like kind of understand the intuition a portion as you were talking about like the winter uh season and that's more of like um you know just being more in tuned i feel like there's a lot of women in this space we're kind of just like searching we uh, maybe aren't as strong as listening to ourselves or to um i don't know just kind of like trusting our voice we're kind of just looking to be led we get into the space and then it's just like hey should we really be here hey should we really be doing what we're doing. And I feel like that's one thing that we kind of overlook as women in this space is trusting that intuition. Like what pieces of advice would you give to those of us women who are wanting to be more intuitive and to uh, be more aligned with kind of like, you know, what our thoughts and feelings are? Mm -hmm. I love this question. That's (laughs) so good. Um, Especially as a midwife. That's awesome. Because so much of it is intuition and, and, um, so I think the first thing that we can all do is allow ourselves to take a pause. <laughs> Always. I mean, literally, just to take a pause, take a breath. Yeah. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Yeah. And we can do it no matter where we are. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah. And we take a, a moment just to check in because every woman's intuition is different. Um, some women, they feel it. We, we, we start to play around with what's my strong yes, what's my strong no. Yeah. Like sometimes we'll just say, okay, my name's John. Where do I feel that? My name's Mariah. Where do I feel that? Huh. Do I see a color? Do I hear a certain sound? Do I smell something? Do I have just a certain knowing? Is it a almost like a voice that's coming from within me or maybe it feels like it's a voice coming from God or guides or outside? Yeah. And the more that we just allow ourselves to be in a place of curiosity and play around with some things and yeah. see how it goes. I know that for myself, if I'm where I'm supposed to be and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, it always feels right. right. Mm-hmm. And it always flows with ease. And life just is spectacular. Huh. And especially when I listen in. And I think for women, um, it's our God-given talent. Yeah. We're all born with it. Yeah. I honestly think that male-bodied individual men they can they can cultivate it, but it takes a little bit more effort. And For we're women, born with it. We're born with it, mm-hmm. and so it requires allowing ourselves to get quiet a little bit. Sometimes get some help. Yeah. And um, and be in that place of curiosity, so that over time you go, oh, I was right. <laughs> I listened in. I saw the path. Um, I love that. Yeah. 
I'm that's definitely something that I'm working on more is just kind of um, being aligned and listening to my intuition. And one of the things that gets tricky in this space, at least for me, is the all the different hats that are being worn. And I know that it it affects my hormones and relationships and different things like that. How does one well? Uh, there's not a ton of us like women in this space, but there are enough of us where, um, you know, the, the women are the ones like door knocking. We've got like the husband at home and then it's kind of like figuring out. And I don't even want to say the word balance because for me and door to door, I just, there really isn't any, I just kind of believe in seasons. Um, but I do want to be better at figuring out like the dynamics of, of not letting my emotions and and hormones on the the boss hat and the the mom hat and the 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 wife hat. Like, what advice do you have as far as like navigating? Um, because you yourself are wearing like the different hats uh, as well. Yeah. How are you navigating um, the different emotions that comes yep. with all the different hats and making sure that you're in alignment? <laughs> Yep. With your purpose and the way that you feel. Yeah. So boundary setting is, is important. You know, I think for me, when I first took the leap into entrepreneurship, a lot of those who am I stories showed up. Mm-hmm. Who am I to ask someone for money for my services? Who am I to try to take this on? Who am I to think that I'm any good? Yeah. Whatever the story might be. And so to allow allow us to dig in and know that we are absolutely worthy of a spectacular life. And it's not something that's earned, but it's our birthright. And we get to receive that and we get to set boundaries, meaning self boundaries. I fill up my cup first, like on an airplane, put on your own oxygen mask before helping someone else. When we allow ourselves to do that, I think our work in the world is a lot more potent because we're giving and we're serving from a filled up cup. And then even door to door, like (laughs) the more that we are listening into that intuitive hit, like maybe you go to someone's house and you just have an intuitive feeling that you want to talk about the Boston Red Sox. And you're like, (laughs) I don't know why do I, but I'm going to bring it up. And then they're like, how did you know? That's my favorite. And you, they, they're leaning in. Yeah. And, and so we get to just listen into what is it that I'm called to say or do right now and allow myself to feel. And so I don't, I don't try to suppress my emotions. I'm definitely aware at certain times that okay. my emotions can um, be a bit like a flood. Okay. <laughs> As all of us. <laughs> and so then I go, okay, am I coming from a place of fear or am I coming from a place of love? Huh. I'm, I'm a big fan of the book Seed of the Soul. I don't know if you know Gary Zuko. No, I've never even like read that. Um, heard of him. It's the strangest story, but I, I picked up the book months ago, and I'm reading the foreword. The foreword is written by Oprah, and then the other one's by Maya Angelou. And what is it called again? Seat of the Soul. Seat of the Soul. Okay. Oprah's interviewed Gary like more than 35 times on Okay. Oprah. And I picked up the book, and I just had this overwhelming knowing that I was going to meet this man and we were going to spend time together. It was strange. I came home. I was, I was traveling somewhere. I don't remember. I came home and I gave the book to my husband. I'm like, we're going to both read this and I'm going to meet him. <laughs> and within two weeks, you met him. I met him and he invited us to his house. How and where? And at, at a random concert. <laughs> and then he's become like, he had come to find out he lives two miles from us. 
Holy cow, in Oregon. In Oregon, in Southern okay. Oregon. And he's become like family. Like he literally, he spent Christmas Day with us within our family. Like he's close. Wow. And and what I can say is if you if you read Seed of the Soul, Gary lives it and breathes it. And it's so lovely to hear him and, and, and observe him with my children. And, you know, and what I hear him say is, are you coming from the part of your personality that's in fear? Or are you coming from the part of your personality that's in love? And so if my emotions are in a place of scarcity or I'm feeling angry or um, I'm feeling overwhelmed, um, I'm feeling afraid to make payroll and I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do or, you know, is this the right person to keep on the team? And whatever it may be, I have to go, okay, am I coming from a place of fear? And if so, then what? If so, then I need to flip the switch. How? I go to gratitude. I check in with my body. I allow myself to breathe. And I go, all right, if if I could allow myself to feel in this scenario, because yeah. feelings are meant to be felt, but I switch to a loving part of my personality that feels compassionate, that feels empathetic, um, what might it look like and how would it be different? I am definitely, one, I'm definitely going to be getting this book, Um, but I love how you brought up the concept of, you know, is your emotion coming from love or is it Mm fear-based? And that concept, especially in door-to-door, and I know for myself as well, like, there are days that I have to set an alarm for 11 p.m. to, hey, make sure you cried about this one thing that you were upset about (laughs) earlier because it's we get into a space where we have to put our emotions aside because we're dealing with other human beings for eight hours out of the day. And there's just not enough time and space in the moment, at least for me doing a ton of different things that it's like, Hey, I need to check in um, later in the day. But as you were talking about uh, not suppressing um, our emotions, would you suggest as you're getting these emotions all the time or, however often that we feel it, are you suggesting like, hey, always take the time right then and there to feel it and to um, understand it? Or am I like doing myself a ton of harm by like, I'm not going to deal with this emotion like at this moment? Yeah, Um, that's a fascinating question. Which I do on a regular basis. I will set an alarm for 11 p.m. when I'm typically home alone and I will go back and think about the things that I felt throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, in an ideal world, if time, energy, money were no obstacle, then of course the emotion is going to be more real when it's in the moment. Yeah. But, you know, I get it. I'm running a business and seeing clients and, you know, there's moments where it's just not the right time or space. The challenge is if we continue to push it down and push it down and it never comes out. Yeah. That's when illness happens. Illness happens. That's when cancer shows up. That's when depression shows up. That's when aches and pains and autoimmune conditions and thyroid crashes and adrenals crash and fibromyalgia and all of that, I think for the most part is from burning the candle at both ends for too long and suppressing those emotions. And I do want to say out loud, um, I want women to feel, and if we imagine like a pendulum, it's also okay to ask that the pendulum doesn't swing so far. <laughs> Please. You know? And so, yeah. yes, then when, when women come into my space and we really get into, all right, there are some shifts that can take place from a nutritional and supplemental perspective. Huh. There are other ways to see the scenario. 
if it's estrogen dominance, if it's low progesterone during the second half of your cycle, if it's testosterone that's going all over the place, if it's constant fight, flight, or freeze, yeah, that can often show up as the pendulum swinging really far, and then the emotions take us over, and they bulldoze our lives. And that's not what I'm suggesting. Okay. But yeah. you are suggesting? That we feel. Okay. Just feel it. <laughs> and can you feel it in that moment? Great. If you can't, then find another way. I, I, but you not know, suppressing it. I'll, I have a practice where, um, I, like, uh, the way that I see it is heavy energy and light energy. Huh. This, might, this is a little woo-woo. You ready for me? <laughs> <laughs> for some people. <laughs> yes, um, tell me. I... So I've, I've done some training in Peruvian shamanism. Okay. And, um, She's going to learn. <laughs> the Quechua people, there's there's a word called hucha. It's okay. like your heavy energy. Okay. And I literally imagine, like, at, the, at my tailbone, I imagine, like, a spout that I can just turn on. Okay. And I just let my heavy energy out. Huh. And the cool thing is it's a gift to the earth. Just like we can take, like, manure, we'll take fish poop and... Yeah, and, the toilet flushing. Well, no, like I'm talking, I'm talking manure from a gardening perspective. Got it. Like we can take chicken poop and fish poop, and we feed it to our gardens. Okay. And the soil, the earth knows what to do with it. Okay. And the soil becomes really rich soil that then grows amazing plants that we can then eat. Huh. Okay, so these animals' heavy energy, okay, is a gift to the earth, and then gives us the air that we breathe and the food that we eat if we're eating plants. So you've just found a gift to just let that heavy energy go. So I'll, I'll take a pause, I'll take a breath, and I'll let some of the heavy energy out as a gift. Sometimes I'll even choose a specific plant, like that lavender bush in my front yard. I mean, I, I, just, I just flew in today. I'm yeah. in the middle of Salt Lake City, and it's <laughs> snowing outside. I don't know. <laughs> but, I, but I know that if I'm feeling it, um, and it doesn't feel like I'm in a time or space where I can express it, yeah. I'll let it out. Um, through my spout. Yeah. <laughs> and then I let light energy in, whether it's, you know, sunlight or fresh air or just mm. gratitude. Yeah. And I allow it come to come in through every pore of my body. And that can be in the in just like three breaths. I love this. I've been, yeah, trying to, fo- I, I'm kind of in a group where we're, one of the things that we're doing each day is, is meditating. And it was very hard for me at the very beginning because my brain just never turns off. <laughs> um, but listening to you talk about like this spout and this gift, it's probably something that you've had to learn or you were born with this gift of being able to just let this heavy energy go with whether it's breaths or it, it's not something that you learned. I, I, I was, I was taught that when, what year was that? 2008, 2009, huh. something like that. And um, I don't know. It really made sense to me. I I mean, um, we pee and poop every day. <laughs> we let, right? Release. Our body's letting go of what it doesn't need. It just, it feels like it really makes sense. Yeah. And it's something that can be done no matter where I am. So mm-hmm. like when I ran the women's health at the federally funded clinic, I mean, I would have, I had four patient rooms that I ran and let's say this room I'm going and there's a woman with breast cancer. And then this woman, there's a pregnant, this room, there's a pregnant woman. And then in this room, there's a teen who's starting to have sex and wants contraception. And then over here, there's a woman with uncontrolled hypertension and a rash all over huh. her body and scabies. And then I go, and I'm like bouncing from room to room and it's intense. Okay. And this was in a federally funded clinic. So it's super disenfranchised patient population, a lot of homeless, a lot of on drugs. Yeah. Um, and they were long, you know, 12 hour days. And then on the weekends, I'd drive two hours away to go 
do a 24 or 48 hour shift at the hospital to catch babies. Like I was holding space for a lot of, for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. So I had to learn how to not take it on. Wow. And so figure out ways to quickly and swiftly cultivate a way um, to let it go for my sake, but also for the sake of the next patient that I'm seeing. Yes. I think that's um, something that I'm definitely working on is I'm, listening and taking on, you know, all the different reps and their problems and, you know, different things and trying to figure out solutions for all these things that being able to have tools or something where, um, you know, easily just releasing and letting go and being prepared for, you know, the next situation. I definitely want to dig in and, you know, check out like more of your stuff. But I have just like loved some of the gold that you've shared um, on our show today. Like for those of you women out there who are just feeling like we need to kind of, you know, the guys can't see us crying. The guys can't, you know, know that we're complaining or dealing with some of the things that we're doing uh, in the background. Like it sounds like being able to understand our cycles and the different seasons, we're going to be able to use it for our strengths, taking the time to not suppress your emotions And the biggest thing that I love is just emotions are meant to be felt. And I would love for all of us to continue to do that more. And so for those of you who um, are wanting to understand your hormones, your bodies, and just super ambitious in the space and kind of wanting to know where to start as far as like intuition, definitely reach out to Mariah on her her, um, Instagram handle. Can you share it again? Mariah, which is M-A-R-A-Y-A. So underscore Mariah Brown underscore. Okay. And then share your podcast. Podcast is The Women's Vibrancy Code. The Women's Vibrancy Code. I love it. And if there is one piece of advice that you would give to any woman who is just searching, you know, for who she is, like what she is or or what she wants to do uh, in this life, like what would be a piece of advice that you'd leave for someone who's just searching for self. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, the first thing that comes to me is the quote, rest is not earned. It's a birthright. Huh. I think often we go, I, I can relate. Listen, I got my master's at Yale, like run like <laughs> top of the, all the scholarships, full ride scholarship at Yale, the international wow. health project in West Africa and Central America. Like I all get it, things. all the type A. And um, I think sometimes we go, 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 go. And we feel like Somehow rest has to be earned. Wow. And it's not earned. It just simply is something that's needed. It's required for our well-being. I love that. And when we allow ourselves to really just take those pauses, life's a lot much, a lot more rich and bright and vibrant and plentiful. Mm-hmm. It's our birthright, women. I absolutely love that. And we're going to leave it there until next time thanks for taking the time to tune in if i've added any kind of value to your thoughts on knocking doors please share this podcast with another female rep until next time know that you are capable you are valued and most importantly you are enough